I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello friends, happy Tuesday. I hope your day is treating you well. Today we're going to have a conversation around comparison, but first, today's rosebud and thorn. My rose today is that I am starting some new routines this week and they're already feeling so good. I did my quarterly planning, my routine refresh all this weekend. I have a vlog going on about that on Wednesday and then I'll go into much more detail about the decisions that I've made on Friday on the podcast. So stay tuned for that. But yeah, I feel like I'm really tending to my nervous system, allowing myself to feel connected to my day. So happy with that. My thorn is that there's just a lot to be done and that needs to be done in a very short amount of time. And I don't know how I'm going to do it. There's more on that coming Friday as well, but just that's the thorn. I'm going to do it, but I don't know how. My bud is that therapy is this afternoon and I get to talk about all this stuff with her and we'll figure it out. I'm an external processor, so therapy is such a gift for me in times like this. Now let's dive into today's episode. Let's be honest, comparison sucks, but we can't help but do it, right? Like some seasons I'm better about this than others. Like I'll just feel like, yes, I'm living my life. I'm doing well. I'm focused on me. I'm focused on my goals. I'm confident. And then there are other seasons where I look around and I find myself lacking. I don't feel as good about myself. I have episodes on confidence specifically that I think would be helpful for you to listen to and to explore if this is something you go through and you're wanting to build your confidence. But I also wanted to share with you a giant revelation that I had this weekend that honestly blew my mind and has altered my relationship to comparison hopefully forever. Because here's the thing, comparison requires hierarchies. It's the idea that one person is or can be better than another. They're prettier, smarter, funnier, more talented than me. Or it can also look like, why do they have what I want when I am prettier, smarter, and more talented than them? It's like we're always trying to gauge who is more worthy of good things in a given situation. Now, in a perfect world, we would realize that we are equally worthy, that we're not in competition for the good things that are coming to us, that there is plenty of good to go around and we are worthy just as we are. Their wins don't threaten us. Our wins don't threaten them. We don't have to be superior in order to be worthy, right? Like in a dream world, that's the case. And as we build our confidence, that becomes easier to do, but we don't live in a perfect world. We live in this one and we're all very likely to compare and we're like kind of hardwired, I would say because of capitalism, <laughs> but we're kind of hardwired to find where our power lies. So many of us are made powerless in our day-to-day -day lives, right? We're told we can't have power or that there's not enough power to go around. There's not enough good to go around. And so we have to fight for it. You know, we're raised from childhood to see, to kind of make sure that we're focusing on getting, moving upward, being the best, getting to the next level, doing the right thing. You know, we're winning the race of life. So how do we manage? If this is how we've been trained, is this, and this is probably something we're going to be dealing with 
forever, we're probably going to come out in and out of seasons of comparison for the rest of our lives. How do we do it? How do we get through? It goes back to a thing I feel like you are tired of hearing me say, which is that we look at the data, we lean into the comparison, and we get honest about what we find. How are they better than you? How are you better than them? Are you jealous of the way someone looks? Well, what is it that you think is better than you? Do you, they have shiny hair? Or do they have a cute bum? Are they younger than you? Like, what is it that you're looking at that tells you that they're better than you because of how they look? What's the data there of what you see? But then also, how are you better than them? Do you have a beautiful smile, striking eyes? Maybe if you're in a relationship and this jealousy or this comparison is arising out of that relationship, maybe you have history with that person. Maybe, you know, with your partner, maybe it's like, oh yeah, we have long, deep connection that this person can never understand. I parent their children in a way that this person never could. I am intelligent and I am kind and I am smart, intelligent and smart, you know, the synonyms, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I bring so much to the table and Yes, this person has a cute bum, but I also have a cute bum. And in some ways, my bum is better than their bum. You know, like kind of looking at it objectively in some ways. Yes, this person has things that maybe are like, quote unquote, better than yours or societally better than yours. But also you have so much that they don't have. Let's look at this in terms of a career too. So how are they better than you? Do they have more Instagram followers than you? Do they get more opportunities than you? Do they have more books than you have? Are they working for themselves, but you're working for someone else and that's something that you wish you had? But then how are you better than them? Do you like your safety and your stability that your nine to five job offers you? Do you find yourself comforted by the fact that you have weekends off and paid vacations and things that being self-employed doesn't offer you. You know, where do you find that you are thriving and they are not and vice versa? Because it's just data, right? The playing field is equal. In some ways, they are better than you. And in some ways, you are better than them. And it's all just fine. And you can start to see what you value here. If you look at it as data and you think, oh, wow, this person always looks put together. They always have their makeup done or their hair done. Well, then what does that offer you? Like, what do you think that that means about them? Is that something that you would like to be doing? Or is that just something you feel like you are supposed to do? Do you even want that? Or do you just feel like you're supposed to want that? It invites you to ask these kind of questions. Another way to think about it is, Okay, if I am looking at another person on Instagram and comparing their career to my career, and I think, well, they're much better at using reels than I am. Well, maybe that's the information I need to just get good at doing reels. Like it doesn't have to be an emotional thing. It can just be the information I need to know where I think I should be focusing. Or if I think, oh, they have all of these like opportunities with all of these corporations. Well, what if I just put myself out there more? Am I even putting myself in the position to have those collaborations? 
No, I'm not, right? So it just gives you the information that you need to know what it is that you're valuing, what stories you're telling yourself about what it means to be talented or beautiful or good, all of that together, right? So through this, you're able to equalize the playing field. You're able to understand how much you actually bring to the table and you're able to see what it is that you might want or might need, what you think is important. But you could also see how much you already have. That's like the ultimate thing is you're able to see, oh, actually I bring a lot to the table too. And it's not as scary when we look at it like that, right? It's like we pull it out of the closet and we're like, oh yeah, this is just a broom. It's not a monster. For today's food for thought, I do want to encourage us to leave considering that most of the time, what we are comparing ourselves to, we're comparing our weaknesses, you know, the deep, intricate insecurities that we carry around to their strengths, right? We are all very equipped at hiding our vulnerabilities especially from those we don't know very well. So like that seven figure business you're so envious of, it comes with tax complications, business expenses, and high blood pressure that they never show you. So yeah, you're comparing yourself to like their new house, their money that you think they have, but maybe you actually have a more profitable business than them. You just keep your expenses low so they can like call it a seven figure business, but actually they're pulling home less money than you're pulling home. See what I mean? So the same thing, like that perfect body you keep comparing yourself to, it could be hiding a complete disconnect to their own sense of self-worth, right? And so I would rather like myself, have a healthy relationship to food, have a healthy relationship to my body, enjoy my life, than to be skinny. I just would. Like that's my personal preference. But that doesn't mean that sometimes I don't look at a cute bum and think, oh, I wish I had like a tiny cute bum, you know? But then I don't want that tiny cute bum if it means not being me because me is pretty cool and I like her and it's awesome. And me has a big cute bum, <laughs> you know? Not a tiny cute bum, but a big cute bum. And I'll take it. I will live with that because I love, I love me and therefore can love the bum. We've really sidetracked here. Also, you never know what they are insecure about what they're struggling with. And when we compare, we're only able to do that with the version of them that they are sharing with us. We need to assess like, what are the potential dark sides of the highlight reel you're so concerned with? And I don't mean like the highlight reel on Instagram. I mean the highlight reel of life. Like they're not talking to you about the fact that they looked at your smile and thought, man, my teeth are crooked, right? While you're looking at their bum thinking, man, their, their bum is so tight and young. I don't know why I keep talking about bums in this episode, but that's where we're at. All of that to be said, like, we don't have to play this game, right? But we are. We're in it. That's kind of the deal we've had. And when we do, let's just look at the data. Look at the reality of the situation. Don't tell yourself the stories of the situation that kind of always either put you above or below people. Instead, let's equalize the playing field, recognize that, yeah, there are going to be some things about them that are amazing and some things about you that are amazing and also things about each of you that aren't. And that's totally fine. Then we can think about, yeah, what am I ignoring about the situation with them? What am I not seeing? What are they not showing me about what it feels like to be them in the world? Because there's always another side. 
to all of the beautiful things in the world, all of the things that we think we want, there's always something about it that sucks. And maybe we don't want the sucky parts of the things they have. Maybe we would prefer the sucky parts of the things we have. All right, friends, as always, it's an absolute joy to create this content for you, and I will see you tomorrow for the next episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.